You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, villagers. Happy Tuesday to y'all. We are at the start of a brand new week. I want you to take a deep breath in and say, I've got this. I can do this. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. You're tuning in to another episode of the Tranquility Tribe podcast, episode number 45. Today, I am chatting with Melissa Gerson, the founder and CEO of Tranquilomat. Now, if you don't know about this super cool product, you will want to turn your listening ears all the way up to 10, get a pen and paper, because you will not want to miss a single minute of this. Good thing there is a rewind right at the bottom of your screen. So Melissa Gerson is a registered nurse, and after years of working in the hospital nursery, she found herself totally exhausted and completely frustrated after not being able to soothe so many babies and watching things like colic interfere with mother-child relationships and bonding with parents and babies. Melissa set out on a journey to create the perfect product to help parents help their teeny tiny humans fall asleep, stay asleep, and learn to self-soothe. I am so stoked to share this episode with y'all today. Tuning in from Boston, Melissa, welcome to the show. Thanks, Hee. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. I am so, so excited to share all of your stuff with our listeners. I know that sleep is a huge thing that comes up in, um, in parenthood, right? It's something that I think starts in pregnancy and you never really see those good sleep nights again until maybe when your kids go to college. It's something that is a big struggle for a lot of years. So I'm excited to have you on here. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about your background? Because you didn't one day just wake up and think, I'm going to make a mat that helps babies sleep, you know? And like me, you're not a parent yourself. So how did this idea come about? Yeah, so um, my background is as a maternity nurse. I have uh, over six years of experience. Uh, The time I came up with the idea, I think I was about three years into my practice. Um, My entire career, I had been in maternity, which was very fortunate. Not a lot of nurses can jump right into a specialty they knew they wanted to go into. Um, So I was very fortunate in that way. And I was working at um, a major Boston area hospital. I was on, um, I was doing kind of a floating rotation. So I worked both in labor and delivery as well as on the mother baby unit and in the nursery, um, mostly with well babies, but we did have a few um, step down kids. So kids who had been in the NICU for some reason, but were now getting better or doing better, still had some kind of trickier medical care. Um, so we had a variety of kids that we were, that we were um, working with. And yeah, and I was fortunate enough during that time to also get a training um, in the happiest baby on the block to become a happiest baby educator. So I'm sure a lot of you parents out there have heard of the happiest baby or you've heard of the five S's. Um, It was developed by Harvey Karp Um, and it's, you know, to mimic the womb, to calm crying babies. And so I learned this training. And then I also um, was fortunate enough to go to a department of public health um, through the state of Massachusetts. They had a training on um, becoming an infant crying specialist. And a lot of it was how to stop a baby from crying using these techniques from happiest babies. So I learned all these techniques, brought them back to the hospital, was surprised at how many of my colleagues didn't really know the techniques or how to use them properly. So I was teaching nurses and doctors how to do the techniques. They'd be like, oh my God, you're shaking the baby. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm supporting the head in line with the body, giving them some vigorous movements, you know, 
shush in their ear and they're like, you're going to make them deaf. And I would, you know, repeat the information I had heard, like, no, you're not. They don't have full hearing right now, et cetera. So I was doing a lot of education just to my coworkers, but also to the families. Um, and it worked. And I ended up getting this nickname of being kind of, um, the uh, the baby whisperer. So I would get all the toughest babies or all the, the kids that never slept or parents who were going crazy in those first few days in the hospital. Um, and I would say in during that time, I probably, I mean, I cared for over a thousand babies um, and maybe one of them didn't respond to these techniques. Um, so I got pretty good at using them. Um, but there was one night in particular where I had three fussy babies all at once in the nursery, all alone. So I only had two hands. I couldn't do, um, I couldn't do much. And um, I ended up like using two hands and a foot to go shh at top volume. And I ended up getting all three of these kids because I couldn't, A, I didn't have enough hands and B, um, they were undergoing some medical treatment. So I couldn't actually pick them up to hold them. And um, I got them all calm, but in five minutes I was exhausted <laughs> and um, ended up just having one of those kind of lightning bolt moments of like, there's got to be a better way than this. Um, and it was one of those Again, I couldn't just pick them up to hold them. One was in a bassinet. One was in one of those warmers in the hospital. Another one was in one of those isolates, like in the NICU type. So I had three different settings, but three different kids in the same room. And I was like, how am I going to? Um, yeah, and just the idea came to me that in there and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> That is amazing. It gives you a little insight into what parents of multiples go through when they first bring all their babies home. And I love that you mentioned Harvey Karp. He is a godsend to sleep. And um, for any parents out there who don't know about his bassinet, um, it's the snoo. And I've had the opportunity to work with several families who actually have the snoo. And I love that bassinet. Um, so Harvey Karp, check him out if you are, if you're wanting the, the just best information on sleep. He, um, he's really, he's really awesome. He's definitely, um, he's just one approach, so you don't have to go with, with his stuff. Um, but definitely check it out if, if you're looking into sleep approaches. So is there an age requirement, um, to use the mat or an age that you should stop using the mat? What about sizes? Um, does the mat come in different sizes or is it one size fits all? Yep. So I ended up coming, let me just describe the mat for a second too, before we hop into that. Um, so yeah, so it's a portable mat. It's, it, um, it comes in multiple sizes. It has multiple vibration settings as well. There are, um, there, there's an older version that has five settings, low, medium, and high for vibration settings, as well as two different heartbeat settings that are trying to mimic that kind of whoosh of mom's heartbeat. And, um, the newer version we just launched about a month ago, um, has actually six levels. So there's an extra low, um, that was by a customer request, low, medium, high, and then the two heartbeat settings, a faster and a slower one. Um, and it's a, it's completely like, think about like almost like a yoga mat, but you know, a little bit thicker, has these vibrations, runs on batteries, gets about 60 hours of battery life, um, six zero. Um, so getting a, a good use out of batteries, double A's, standard double A's. Um, although you can use the rechargeable kind of double A's that you plug into the wall. Um, so those are great as well for the product. And we also have a continuous mode because some kids really need, um, that, that level of vibration and motion, constant motion, um, and constant sound are two things that babies experience in the womb. And so the mat has both, it has the vibrations and then there's a sound associated with those vibrations that again, helps kind of mimic that womb experience, but it's completely versatile. So you can use it in, um, various settings. So it's not just, you know, you can even hold your baby with the mat with, you know, so you've got just so many different options. And yes, there's two sizes, the small size, um, which is about the size of a piece of paper, eight by 11, um, give or take an, an inch or so here or there. Um, but it gives you a good idea of size. And then, um, that runs on two AA batteries and that one is really best. Um, we kind of call it the, the to go or the mini. Um, and it's really good for car seats. Um, you strap the baby in and you can place it on top of the car seat or in a baby carrier. Um, it's, it's just really small and it fits better in those spaces. Um, so that's what that's for. Um, about 20% of our customers buy that product because it is a little bit more specialized. And then the large mat is about two and a half times that size. Um, so it's about 24 inches by 12 inches. Um, check out our website 
that you'll see if you go on our Instagram, we've got a lot of pictures of babies on the mat and 90% of them are on the large mat. Um, and so, um, yeah, and the large is better for sleep settings, bassinets, cribs, pack and plays, use it for tummy time on the floor. You, again, you can even, I mean, it's still um, super lightweight and easy to go. Um, even with the large, it rolls up really easily so you can shove it right into a diaper bag um but it's just a little bit bulkier and so parents have a tendency to use it more around the house um or you know for those types of settings um you could technically hold your baby with it um so yeah some some moms actually use the large um specifically because they know they're going to put the baby in the crib and they'll be breastfeeding but then the minute and the baby gets drowsy and then they put them in the crib and the minute they put them in they wake up again and you're back to square one to soothe them but the mat if you're holding them and breastfeeding them for that last feeding before a nap or for before um, sleep. You can do that, and then the mats that kind of continuity. So then they, you put them in the crib, and they might stir a little bit, but they're not fully wide awake. So a lot of moms have been finding really cool uses for our product. Um, so yeah, so that's that's a little bit more about the product and the sizes that it comes in, and what what folks have a tendency to use it for. So. That's awesome. And then touching back on ages, is this something that you can use um, with newborns all the way until, you know, when? Yeah. So um, we recommend it for ages zero to 12 months. Um, the, the highest prime time is kind of that newborn to six months. That's probably, um, you know, if you've, all you parents out there know that when babies they're born. They they have no very very little agency, and then by the time they're six months, they're they are sitting up. You know, they're smiling at you, things like that. So when a six month old cries, they're probably crying because they want something. They're hungry. They've got a dirty diaper. There's an issue, um, and then um, but younger than that, so like in the three, four month um, age category, they're just crying sometimes for no reason. And it's like colic. A lot of kids get diagnosed with. So that's when a lot of parents use our product. Um, and we've also had a large subset of parents of the five to about 18 month old kids who are having, um, doing sleep transitions or looking to get their kid into a crib. Maybe they bought a bassinet that vibrated, um, or they were using another product, um, like a swing or a pack, like a pack and play that vibrated. And then they're trying to put their kid into the crib because they're older, they've outgrown it, they don't fit in anymore. It's dangerous to leave them in, in you know, things that they're too big for overnight. Um, and then they try to put them in a crib and the kid's like, no, this doesn't have any sound. This doesn't have any motion. I'm not going to go here. So they end up buying our product and suddenly sleep transition um, is that much easier. We had a mom just the other day that was like, I bought this product to get my kids to sleep in his crib. And in the first time we used it, he slept the whole night in his crib. So, I mean, like overnight just changes the game for a lot of parents. So we say zero to 12 months, um, but there's plenty of uses, especially for kids a little bit older who are having some sleep troubles, waking up a lot during the night, not sleeping through the night, not sleeping in their crib, whatever whatever it might be. Um, some, some parents of older kiddos have used it as well. So, but there's no weight, weight or age limit at all. Um, and I know I have had a tendency to use it for myself after stressful entrepreneurial days. Um, so yeah, <laughs> anyone can use it. <laughs> I love that you mentioned, um, like sleep transition. It reminds me that as much as we all think that we're in control, the adults in the room, right? We think that we're in control. That little human is really in control. It's all really up to um, up to them. So just for a quick clarification, the the mat, does it vibrate? You had mentioned that, you know, continuous vibration. So it must vibrate and then shut off after a certain amount of time. Am I understanding that right? So, yes. I'm sorry, it should have been better spoken about that. We have two settings. We have a continuous for kids who need it continuously. Some kids are sensitive. They need that all night. If you, the minute it turns off, they're going to be up crying, whatever. We also have an hour shut off so that you can activate one or the other. Um, to activate the hour shut off, you will continue to hold the button for a little bit longer period of time. Like you're going to turn it on, you're holding the button down and you hold it a little longer. And then you'll notice that the vibrations start if you keep holding the button, there'll be a slight pause in the vibrations. And that's letting you know that that hour um, continuous feature has been activated. And so, um, yeah, so we have both of those. Um, so you can, you can choose, you can use it just to get your kid to sleep or for the first little bit of sleep time. Or if you've got one of those really sensitive kiddos, you can use it all night long. That is, that's amazing. I almost want to buy one for myself so that I can have vibrations all throughout the night. 
One of the things that I really love about um, the Tranquilomad is I feel like it really gives you the best bang for your buck. And for our listeners out there who are thinking about the investment, it's around $100 for, um, for the mat. But for me, it's all in the portability. And you had mentioned um, that it is battery operated. But can you talk to us a little bit about the Tranquilomat on the go? Yeah. So like I said, the large mat is our larger product, right? So it's like two and a half times the size of the small. Um, even that weighs, ju- it's like one pound, one ounce. Um, and again, everything is just super easy. I mean, you can, you could crumple this thing up into a ball if you really wanted to. Um, you know, you've got some limitations on the, the, the teeny tiny, um, computer chip that's in there that regulates the motors and the actual battery pack. But other than that, it's just so malleable. So you can roll this thing up and just take it anywhere. Um, it goes right into a diaper bag. Um, I mean, it fits just about anywhere, anything. Um, it can be molded again. Like you can put it, if you're, using it in a swing. You can put it in the swing with the child. You can kind of, um, some of the small mat, you could even technically swaddle the child with the mat inside the swaddle with it if you wanted to. Um, so there's just a ton of different use cases, but the portability is key because think about those, um, you know, a bassinet or even just like the, the vibrating chairs or the swings. They're so, so big and bulky and they're great for the house. But like, I mean, if you're like me, I live in a, I live in a tiny house. I live in a suburban area or an area where there isn't a lot of space. So um, not, not a lot of parents have that kind of space for those types of things. Or you're not going to want to take that swing with you to grandma's house. You're just not going to want to pick that thing up and even just put it in your car and drive across town, right? And, and like think if you're traveling, like how many people travel during the holidays um, for Christmas or Easter or, you know, whatever's um, going on with your family. It's like summer break. Your, your older kids are off from school um, and you're getting on a plane like to go to grandma who's in three or four states over or like across the country um, or you're going on family vacation. Like you are not, you might want to because you know that like you're going on vacation, you want to sleep and your kid only sleeps in their swing or takes their nap in their swing or whatnot. Um, this solves that problem. Like literally it can go right on a plane with you. It fits into those, you know, the, they offer for the younger kids, those, um, longer haul flights, those bassinets that kind of attach to the wall um, on planes. So they fit in that. I mean, I've used them for myself for an airplane seat, turns an airplane seat into a massager. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's just super portable. You can use it on the plane. It's not one of those, like you need to turn off your laptops and stow them for takeoff and landing. Um, Yeah. You can use it in the car. Um, you can use it at anywhere. We've had plenty of parents use it in hotel rooms or at grandma's house or a friend's house for kids who won't nap anywhere. You know, if you're, if you're going to take a trip to the grocery store or you need to take a trip to the grocery store, you've got friends coming over for dinner. And of course you're missing like that one key ingredient, but it's your kid's nap time. And it's the only time you have, you have this choice. Like, am I going to let my kids sleep? Or am I going to get what I need for dinner with my friends? Now you can kind of do both because you've got the mat. It can go with you. You can go in the car. You know, you, you have a better chance of your kid sleeping with something that they're used to sleeping with at home on the go as well. So um, that's that's kind of the portability of it all. And, and the small size, like I said, is just great for car seats and baby carriers where you can, I mean, a baby carrier, you can literally just be ca- carrying your baby and either holding it in your arm arms like the mat or putting it in between um you know the fabric and the baby and now you're not doing one of those mommy bounces right a lot of moms who are baby wearers out there constantly might have to be moving or shaking or kind of bouncing up and down um when they're wearing their kid now maybe you don't have to do that um or you can stop for a minute (laughs) to do something else and not worry that your kid who's napping is going to wake up Um, so yeah that's a little bit more about the portability and use cases for the products That's amazing. Yeah, versatility is definitely key in parenthood for sure. You want things that can kind of, um, you know, kill multiple birds with with one stone um, when you're you're looking at products to buy. And, you know, travel always throws kinks and things. Um, Nicholas and I travel quite a lot, and we do. We see a lot of parents who have... um, you know, tips and tricks and secrets of, of how that they, how they travel and what they bring with them to travel. And so having something I think so small and compact and also versatile that can be in that bassinet on the plane. But then when you get off, you stick it right in your carrier. And then when you have to get in your Uber, you stick it in the um, car seat with your child. And when you get to the hotel, you stick it right on the bed and let them nap there. That is 
that's key for me. That really is. So other than being portable, the mat also bends and molds and can even be wrapped around your baby. What made you choose to make this a priority when you were um, creating this mat? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think if we go back to the creation story and where I was when I kind of came up with the idea, I had those three different kids in three different settings. Um, one of um, one of the things we did at the hospital uh, a lot, and so I, there happened to be one of those kids in the nursery that night. They weren't fussy, so that will they. We were fussy that night, so it was fine, but um, we did car seat testing, and that was for kids who were premature babies um, who needed to be, be sure that they were safe to go home in their car seats, and so we would have them in their car seats for one to two hours and checking their oxygen saturation, so that time I had those three kids who were crying and I had three different settings and I was like, well, I can't just make the warmer vibrate. I can't just make the isolate vibrate. You know, like I could contact these companies, but then I'm contacting three companies. Like there's gotta be something better, some easier way to do it. And a lot of the, um, the mattresses for babies in the nursery are just really, I mean, they're thicker than our products for sure, but they're not like an adult mattress. They might be an inch and a half to two inches thick maximum. And so I think it was between that and the fact that I was like looking at a kid who was in a car seat and had three fussy kids somewhere else. And I'd had kids in car seats before who had been fussy, um, at work and like, when they were doing the testing, if they got fussy, it would always mess up their oxygen saturation. Even if they were fine. It was just the the meter wasn't good enough. And so we would always get these bad readings. And I was like, oh, if I could solve that problem too. Um, and yeah, so, so I was like, there's got to be something that I can put anywhere. And so I think the car seat was really for me, the game changer of like how portable and flexible and, and malleable it had to be. Um, to do that. And, and that kind of prompted me to think about all the different um, ways and places and spaces that parents need something like this. And, and out of that became these two sized um, products. And that was a little bit by accident because I knew what I wanted to do with the product, but I didn't know which, which size would sell better. Um, and so I had both created and, and put them for sale and kind of saw which, you know, which did what. And like I said, the large mat is our better seller by far um, because it's still versatile and portable and whatnot. Um, but it's, it's a little bit more for your everyday things that you're, you know, you're probably around the house a lot more. Um, and then the, the small became that niche product that's just for those couple, uh, other settings. But yeah, I just, it just was like, I was thinking about all the different ways that I needed as a, as a nurse and then all the ways that I knew my, my um, patients were using or having products and, and having issues with babies crying like everywhere a baby goes they could cry <laughs> so I was like well this is what the, the, a parent needs something that's going to go everywhere too um, especially this day and age with with our generation and what you know what we have like we have the internet in our back pocket right we're not <laughs> we are not prepared to have our baby products hanging out at home while we're struggling with something else you know on the go so that's right. Everything about life now is on the go. Our, our, our technology is getting smaller so that it can come on the go. I think all of our products, um, everyone is kind of heading in the direction of um, how, can I, how can I take this with me? Something that you had um, mentioned earlier, and I want to circle back around, is colicky babies. So for our listeners, colic is something that happens to newborns sometimes, and it's where babies cry uncontrollably for hours and hours, sometimes even days. Oftentimes these babies are in otherwise healthy shape, and there's no apparent reason for them to be crying. You've changed their diaper. You know that they're fed. You've given them love. You've given them snuggles. There's all the things that you've done. And your baby is just um, inconsolable, right? And this is really tough on parents and it can actually affect bonding between parent and child. And it can be really, really frustrating and leaves parents feeling helpless. Your mat has, dare I say, special powers. It's like a magic mat. When it comes to colicky babies, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, I had learned all about colicky babies. I had heard the phrase before as a nurse. Um, so there really is, I mean, there are studies out there that show no correlation to that inconsolable crying to anything else, right? Like they will look at it long-term. It's not that it's not their hungry cry. It's not, you know, that they have gas. It's there's, there's been no actual data to correlate colic with anything. And this is where 
Harvey Karp kind of had a breakthrough or a thought process where he was like, this is around the time, because colic hits two to four months is kind of prime time for colic. And that's right around the time when these babies are starting to wake up. They're no longer that newborn. They're no longer like cross-eyed and completely unaware. Like if their hand crosses in front of their face, they're like in shock, right? Because they don't quite even understand it's their own hand. And so... Um, but once they start to hit two, three months, they start to wake up a little bit, right? They've got a little bit of personality. They can smile at you, but their brain's not still fully developed and they're, um, still not capable of kind of self-soothing or understanding what's happening to them. And that's where kind of bringing them back, almost like activating, um, Dr. Karp calls it a reflex. I call it, um, you know, just like, just, uh, uh, a response, like it's a calming response um, that babies have to being inside the womb. So using those techniques of constant motion, constant sound, swaddling, sucking, and then only when you're awake and attending to your baby's side or stomach lying, um, because those, all these things can kind of help them remember being inside the womb. But what I found as a nurse was that a lot of parents, and, and again, even my colleagues were having real difficulty understanding because we're taught babies are very um, delicate and are, <laughs> they are very delicate. But when we think about how babies are born, they come through a birth canal and a lot of babies, their head is actually changes shape so that it will fit through the birth canal. So they're also very flexible and moldable. And so when you're thinking about how you're going to rock your baby, a lot of people do it softly or, or slowly. And it's really about, you want to match the vigor of the child. So if a kid is screaming, their own cry is 110 decibels in their own ear. And you need to match that. And so you need to get right up in their ear and go shh at top volume. Similarly, um, if you know they need motion, they they're going to need a vigorous motion to start, and as they soothe, you can kind of tone it down. And you're always supporting their head in line with their body, so there's no danger of shaken baby or any neck issues. Um, but parents were having difficulty understanding kind of how vigorous you had to be with a crying baby, and that's where the mat comes into play. So we've actually had people sometimes purchase the mat and say it's too loud. And there's education that's like, actually, that is less than what they're experiencing in the womb. But because it's right up against their ears, it's going to have that same effect while still being safe for them. And so there's actually a lot of education sometimes for us about telling parents, you know, they actually want this much because some parents are like, oh my God, it vibrates too much or so much or and there's obviously different settings, but that's why we came up with the extra low mode for those parents or for those kids who don't need too much. Um, but we do have the higher setting. And oftentimes parents are shocked and surprised that the highest setting that sounds almost like a swarm of bees sometimes or is just quite vigorous is the thing that actually does the trick um, because it is as close to the womb as they're going to get, right? It is that strong sound and that strong motion um, and that they were getting there. So that has a tendency to be a thing that comes colicky babies. And our mat was literally designed almost for those reasons. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of what colic is, why these techniques work, why you want to know about the happiest baby on the block. Um, but also, even if you know the theories, you might have difficulty actually implementing them. I mean, you're a tired parent too, right? You might not have gotten sleep for a few days or weeks or months. Um, and so rocking your baby vigorously all night long, it's not going to happen versus our product is out there to kind of give you a little bit of a break on that if you need to. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it takes me back to the nights that I do overnights for families and, you know, they, they stick me in a room with a, a birth ball and I'm just bouncing continuously for hours and hours and hours with these babies. It can be really exhausting. So um, Melissa and I's heart goes out to all of you parents out there who have done the endless hours of bouncing. I also love that you talk about the delicacy of newborns. So I think this is something that um, I inevitably will talk about with every new parent is that while your baby is very delicate, they're not as delicate as we think that they are. And, you know, they spent nine months in your belly and you other than really vigorous and, you know, really intense movements, you didn't start tiptoeing around life, right? You kept walking, you probably kept running if you're an athlete, you kept 
going up the, the stairs the same way. You kept doing your same motion. So your baby is used to that. Um, and so it is something that they really, they crave, they need that motion. Um, of course, you mentioned being safe with their head and neck. That's obviously something that you want to be aware of and make sure that you're doing the correct way and you're properly supporting their, their neck and head development. Um, but yeah, babies definitely don't be afraid to, to put that motion and that, that high shushing noise um, into use when it comes to, to your newborn, right? Yeah. And I remind parents, or I was reminding parents, like I still do, I guess. I mean, if you were running to catch a bus or, you know, you're running, your dog just got away and you're trying to run after your dog, but you've got your kid in, in the baby carrier or in a stroller, like that kid is going to be jostled just as much as if they were in your belly. Right. So they're not as, they're not as delicate. I mean, we never want to like drop a baby. That's sure. Right. But like, if you actually, you know, touch babies, like they're, they're so flexible baby from, if you take their hands, a new, uh, regular, um, gestational age they're born like on their due dates they're not premature they they you can actually bend so that their fingers and their thumb can like touch the inside of their wrist we can't do that like I would break my thumb if I tried to do that they're just so flexible I mean they come some of the babies who are born breech come out with their feet over their head like are like practically wrapped around their neck and you're just like there's no way I could get into that position um so yeah so um they're they're much more um pliable than we think and you know a broken bone as a kid I'm not saying we want babies to have broken bones but anytime you know that that there's something happens like a scar or like a just cut or anything like that it heals so much better by the time you're an adult you barely notice that you have it right um so they, you're right they're they're they are very resilient um and the things that they go through just to be born um makes you makes you think about that so <laughs> They are. They're like little contortionists all on their own. Sometimes I see kids sleeping in really strange, you know, sleeping patterns, and I'm like, is that even comfortable? Um, but, you know, it must be. So your mat is is so, so versatile. And with my background working with children on the autism spectrum and with sensory processing disorder, automatically my brain kind of goes to um, how this mat can help kids with other things um, other than sleep. So can you talk to us a little bit about what else you've seen the Tranquilo mat be used for? Yeah. Um, so we've had parents of children when babies are born, sometimes they get jaundice and they get, they need to have some phototherapy or they get blood drawn um, because they're, you know, we're worried about their jaundice levels during the first few days. So they have to go in for frequent pediatrician appointments. They're getting like heel pricks or blood draws and parents will use it for that. They, they have found, um, there's actually a study and this goes back to Harvey Karp and the five S's um, done by the American Academy of Pediatrics that the five S's help to um, decrease what's, you know, crying and fussiness after vaccinations or after um, blood draws or painful procedures that babies are undergoing. Um, and so our product, parents are using it for that. They might bring it with them to the two-month appointment uh, or the four-month appointment where they're getting all those shots, um, especially anytime a kid is sick. Um, vaccinations, I'm not saying they make them sick, but, you know, it's kind of like bo boosting up their immune system for that first day or two. So they can act a little bit um, wonky, but anytime um, something's a little bit out of whack um, with with kiddo, um, you know, using the product can be really helpful. If you think about how you feel when you're sick, um, you know, you just really want to. You probably would love the product too, right? You would. You'd love to be constant motion, like being in a massage chair all day if you're sick with a head cold or the flu. Um, so parents use it for that with, if a kid's got a cold um, because they're a little bit extra fussy then or post-vaccinations. Um, we talked a little bit about using it to get a kid to sleep in their crib. Um, so if you've got a little bit of an older child, they've outgrown their bassinet, um, you know, you've, you've got a crib setting and they're just, not, or, they're, or you're doing like a co-sleep situation, but before they get too old, you want to actually get them into their own crib, um, own room, or you've got, you've got another baby coming and they're three and they're still not sleeping on their own. So parents have been used it for that. Um, my co-founder also came up with a, a really awesome use kind of accidentally. Similarly, her son, a lot of kids, when they start teething, they get really fussy and you don't know why their sleep patterns are interrupted because they're in pain. Um, um, so she one time just pulled out the tranquilo mat. Um, this was actually around his one year molars. 
um, were coming in. And so he was just really extra fussy and she brought it out cause he wasn't napping and she put him on it and he finally napped for the first time in days when he was teething, which was awesome. And then she, when she went to, um, back in to check on him, he had actually, cause he was older, had moved himself so that the vibrations were right on where the tooth was coming in. And it must've just felt really good. So like, so she just, so he was like laying on it when he fell asleep and then she came back in and he was like face down, like, you know, one year old, like with his cheek where his, with his tooth was. And so, I mean, I guess you could try that. We've had parents um, tell us that it helps with gas if you put it on their bellies or you put them on their bellies on the mat. Um, I've used it myself for similar reasons. You go out for tacos with your friends and then afterwards you're like, way too much. Um, it can be really great to kind of help that digestion, get things moving. Um, so yeah, we've had, we've had parents, um, use it for that. I'm trying to think, um, yeah, I mean, we talked about carriers. Like we've had, we've talked about the mom's breastfeeding and using it as transition, like holding them and then putting them into the crib. Um, it's a great thing if mom's always the one putting baby to bed, but it's girls' night and it's dad's turn, and baby won't sleep if it's just dad because they're used to breastfeeding. But if mom's been using the tranquilo mat for a week or two, or you know, you've got that continuity, you can kind of use it in a way. Um, not necessarily as a crutch, but you could, um, if you've got a kid who's addicted to vibrations from their swing and now you're trying to get them in a crib and they won't sleep, our product has those multiple settings. So you can start it on what they like. You can start them on continuous and then maybe in a week wean them down to the next level. And then the week later, the next, but you know, the lower level and now that extra low mode, and then you can put it under the mattress if you want to dampen the vibrations some more. So you can kind of wean them off of, um, or use it as kind of that like crutch occasionally if your kid's sick or back, you know, got, just got a vaccination and super fussy. So I love it. That's really amazing. I love that you talk about um, adults using it too. I would imagine that it would feel really good, um, you know, when you are on your period, if, if anybody has, you know, really bad menstrual cramps and if vibrating um, is your thing and that, you know, kind of motion helps down there. If you find that yourself, you're always massaging your belly, maybe, maybe this mat is the thing for you. And then for vaccinations, I love that you mention um, things that can help vaccinations. So something that I always tell parents about is, you know, there's, there's studies out there now that show that breastfeeding while your child is getting their vaccinations can actually um, help with the pain. Um, and so imagine breastfeeding your child and having the Tranquilo mat I wonder if your kid would even feel it, right? Like maybe that is the perfect remedy for um, for vaccinating your your babes. So it it does make me kind of think, though. Let's say that your child uses the mat every night to sleep soundly. I know that one worry that a lot of parents um, kind of have creep into their heads is what about weaning your child off of the mat? And you kind of talked about this. Um, is there any particular steps that you, you encourage parents to take while they're trying to wean. Also, is there a reason that you would want to wean your child? Um, I think, to be honest, the weaning process, it's, it's a little bit, I mean, certainly there there's a lot of talk about it. And, um, you know, there are some adults out there who need to sleep with a sound machine and they can never sleep without it. And they, they just come up with ways to sleep that way. Right. So I, I can sleep with or without one. Um, I'm, I'm kind of multi-use that way. And so I think when parents think about weaning their kids off of something, they think about it as a, I can't, you know, like I need to do it or my kid's going to be one of those weird grownups. Um, but there are plenty of people, like we're all just unique individuals. And so if you think about adults who need sound machines, like that's not so weird and you find ways around it. There are apps on your phone these days, things like that. So you're right. Like at the end of the day, you might not need to wean your child, but there's a lot of talk about that you're already weeding them off of like breast milk and, and, you know, getting them into solid foods and you're kind of, they're growing up, they're getting older. And so yes, weaning is something that some, that people will worry about with any product that their child loves, you know, like a swaddle, like I, my kid loved to be swaddled, but now they're getting too big for it. Cause they're rolling over. What do I do? Um, so being able to kind of step it down from there and that's where we came up with the idea for the multiple settings, but, um, was to be able to have that. And a lot of parents, even a lot of sleep consultants come to us saying they love 
of our product or want to recommend our product because of that reason, because there are those multiple settings that if the, that the child won't be addicted to it or that they can be easily quote unquote weaned off of it by changing. So you're just going to want to, um, you know, wean them down from whatever settings they're using as they get older. And then you can also, like I said, dampen the vibrations even further by placing it under the mattress. You can then start, if you haven't been using the hour auto off, you can start using it that way. So there's just multiple ways to utilize the product to kind of achieve that sleep training or that weaning kind of process. You could even use it if you're weaning them off of something else. Maybe you've got a a kid who you adore breastfeeding, but you know, you've got another one on the way and you just can't anymore. And your two-year-old is like, you know, dying for it here, so to speak, and just like really wants it. You can kind of use it as like um, a step in and then, and then wean them off of that as that's working too. I mean, the same thing, like you can wean your child off anything, but when they're sick, they're going to want it too. So you don't want to be too strict about it. Um, you know, uh, pacifiers, like thumb suckers or, you know, kids who have those blankies that they take everywhere. It's, it's a, a phase of childhood too. Um, and I don't, I had a blankie when I was growing up. Like I don't still have it somewhere around my house. <laughs> like, um, I, you know, we all grow up, we'll all be fine. Um, so I think, I think it's twofold. I think you can, I think parenting is, I think kids are very um, good at, at doing whatever they need to do. Um, so, you know, you can raise them one way and they're still going to turn out pretty normal. <laughs> so your pick here. I agree. You know, and just like your, your friend that brought it out after not having used it for, for months, this is something that you can keep and then you can use it incrementally as you need. So maybe as you vaccinate your kid or as their teeth come in or, you know, during the winter when they're, they're feeling icky because they picked up whatever at daycare. And I love also that you mentioned the sound machine. So I am that weird adult that cannot sleep without a sound machine. So if you've ever been in a hotel room with me, you know that I have to plug my phone in and I am so sorry, but you also have to sleep with the sound machine. Otherwise I won't get a wink of sleep. I also need pressure to sleep. So I need several things on top of my body. And if I'm in a hotel, I usually ask for an extra blanket just so I can have that weight. So for all of you listeners out there who are worried about weird adults, don't worry. I'm a weird adult and your child will be just fine being a weird adult too. Yeah. All of our weirdness. <laughs> One thing I thought of too, um, when you were mentioning other uses for the mat or adults using it or using it for your period, um, a lot of pregnant women will buy it or they'll get it for their shower. I, I, I keep forgetting this. I had a friend um, who purchased it. She was with me kind of for along the journey, was always cheerleading. And then, you know, few, like we're a few years into the business process and she's like, I finally have a use for the mat. Like I'm having a baby. Yay. Um, so she ended up getting one in her shower and she was having back pain or like discomfort from like her growing belly. And so at the end of the day, she would like throw that, you know, she'd put that on her back and she was like, it's amazing. So we've had a lot of, um, tired pregnant moms who are, who use the product for that too, to help them sleep. Right. Because when you're pregnant, you, sometimes you can't sleep either, um, between the hormones and like baby kicking you every two seconds. And so there's, there's a ton of uses for it. We've had, I've, as you said, kids, um, kids on the spectrum, older adults on the spectrum, even older, just older adults who have trouble sleeping with insomnia or postmenopausal. Um, it's for those, I don't, it's worth a try, but I, you know, that's going to depend on personal preferences. Let me put it that way <laughs> versus like it was developed for kids. And the reason it probably works for adults too is how many adults love or need to sleep with a fan or an air conditioner or that white noise machine or fall asleep on a train or a plane from that motion. So it's, it's a very innate, like kind of human, um, response to things that that constant motion, constant sound kind of puts us all out. So Absolutely. That's super cool. And you know, for, for the pregnant moms out there, just off the top of my head, you might even be able to wrap the, the trinkola mat around your belly. If baby is just going really crazy late at night, maybe this is a time for you to start to say like, Hey, here's this mat and I'm going to start to train you now while you're still in utero. You see these vibrations? Relax, baby. <laughs> you know, that is, that is so cool. Let me know. <laughs> I want to know if it works. <laughs> sure. So any of our listeners, please reach out if that works for you. We'd love to know. And so I know some of our listeners are thinking, um, you know, is this for me? Is this not for me? How do you help parents decide if this mat is right for them? What do you say to parents out there who might be considering um, the Trinkola mat? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
I think it's, I never pressure people into a purchase um, in the sense that like everyone's kind of got a different personality or a different, you know, some are going to be breastfeeding, bottle feeding there. There's no judgment for me along the spectrum, but I mean, I think a product like ours, you said, we're a hundred dollar product. Um, I know you mentioned some other bassinets. The, the one I think you mentioned is like $1,100. Yeah. <laughs> expensive. Um, so if you're looking for something that's going to give you um, a lot of versatility, a lot of options, maybe your kiddo doesn't like our product, but your second one will, or your, you know, your back loves it after a long day at the office postpartum or during pregnancy. I mean, there's just so many different uses for it. Um, and so many different ways that you can try to use it as your child is growing um, and, and utilizing it. So, you know, I, I find that a lot of parenting is sort of, um, you're going to buy, when you're pregnant, you're going to buy all these different things that you think you need. And of those, you might not actually need half, half of them in any way. Excuse me. Um, and, um, but you know, uh, of our products, like, I just think that our product, because there's so many uses, like chances are you're going to find one or two things that you're definitely going to use it for. And it might be, I mean, I would say probably about 50% of our parents like find this a game changer in some area of their life. Like it makes their kids sleep through the night or it helps with that crib transitioning. And as a parent, you are so busy, so exhausted. So like you've got so much other stuff to think about, like those vaccinations coming up or, you know, is my latch okay? And things like that, that, you know, if, if one product can help you in one area, um, that peace of mind can be really priceless. So, you know, that's what I, um, put out there for the mat. I, I always think that it's worth a try. Um, I would say, sure, there's, there's, you know, maybe 5% of kids out there who just don't like our product or any mo constant motion and sound. And they're the, um, the exception, not the rule. But, you know, that could happen. Um, but chances are, if you have one kid like that, your other kid won't be like that. So either way, you're probably going to get some uses out of our product. Um, and one of the other things that I didn't mention previously is it does come with a cover that is completely washable because we all know that babies are going to get, you know, going to make a big mess and, and the interior is water resistant. So you can have that mess and you're just going to be able to wipe that right clean and be good to go. Um, and kind of ready, ready to start the day again. Um, we sell extra covers as well because we know that you probably, your kid's going to spit up four times and you're going to be doing six loads of laundry. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, I think for what it is and what you can get out of it, um, I think it's worth it, but Certainly, you know, so I also encourage on occasion parents to wait and see, wait till your kid's born and see what they need. Um, but just don't forget, like put this someplace, you know, you won't forget. Um, because I've had so many parents be like, that was that, what was that thing? That thing I heard about while I was pregnant. Um, so if nothing else, go to our website now, check us out, sign up for our mailing list so that, you know, if, even if you do forget about us in those sleep deprived days, like you'll get an email reminder from us or like, we'll be telling you about a giveaway we're doing. Be like, Oh my God, that thing. That's right. I need that now and then buy it and try it um, when you've actually got the kid who's got colic or what have you. So I love it. And for all of our listeners out there, um, you know better than anybody else, $100 is very small when it comes to baby products. There are products out there that just make your mouth drop with what they cost and what the investment is. Um, I love also that you say, wait and see, you know, this doesn't necessarily have to be something that you get while you're pregnant, if your baby gets here and you find that they need that constant motion, you're right. Buy the product. Um, you know, wait and see what your baby needs. It's all about kind of tailoring things to your baby. Where can you if you if a hundred dollars is a lot, put that on your registry because then somebody else is gonna buy it for you. Because there's you're right, there's a there's a sweet spot when it comes to there's a lot of things like strollers and car seats that are hundreds of dollars that not everyone can buy. But um hundred dollars is, is a is a good gift that a lot of people will be willing to give at a baby shower. Um, even if they're not your parent or your grandparent, you know, they could just be a friend that can give you a hundred dollar product and feel good about it. So um don't feel like you also have to spend for it. Um yeah. Um, and I think you also mentioned there's one other product that I was thinking of that I didn't mention before. Our products can also work really well with DACA tots, um, which is essentially a pillow um, or, a, or a glorified pillow. And it's a sleep positioner and a sleep, a sleep aid kind of helps kids feel like they're back in the womb. Um, but it's like a 200 to $250 
pillow. Um, it comes with cute prints and parents swear by it. Also very portable. Um, and our product works really great with that as well. So you've got a lot of really great options, um, for versatility and things that are going to work for your family to use our product with. So that's awesome. The mat just has so, so many uses. I know that once we get off, we're both going to probably have 10 more things that pop into our head. This is amazing. So where can people find more information about the Trinquilla mat if they wanted to check it out? Yeah. Um, well, I just want to thank you for having me on the show because I love talking about my baby, the Tranquilo other people. <laughs> so um, thank you. And um, if you want to find us, um, our website is tranquilomat.com, T-R-A-N-Q-U-I-L-O, tranquil with an O, mat.com. Um, and we're also on Facebook, Tranquilomat, uh, and Instagram um, are kind of our bigger platforms. So you can check us out there. There's tons of information there. We've got a lot of how to use the product videos, um, a lot of information about the product, my story, my co-founder's stories. Um, yeah, so just lots of information there to find us. And we do, we just did this really awesome giveaway. So you guys are going to want to um, tune in. We're going to be giving the product um, away live to, to, to an unknowing winner. So that's going to be super exciting. Um, so yeah, so that we just have a lot of fun content and we, we do a lot of, um, educational Facebook lives. I'll do things on um, diapers, like what to expect and things like that. So you can check us out just a ton of content that we provide for new parents and funny videos, things that we didn't come up with, but just are cute and silly. And so if you need a little intersperse of like cute babies to, you know, make your day go better, if you're going to be a grandma someday soon, or you're just having a crappy day and you, you want to look at kittens and puppies, come check us out. Um, cause we have some funny, um, funny stuff up there. So yeah, that's, that's where to find us. Those midday pick-me-ups are super important. And for all of our listeners out there, um, we will have all of um, their contact information and all of their platforms in our show notes. So you can um, do it there. And a very special thank you to Melissa, who is offering 10% off um, for all of our listeners. So you can use the code SLEEP, S-L-E-E-P, 1010 to take advantage of that. So if you are thinking that this might be for you, please take advantage of that special code um, just for the Tranquility Tribe listeners and give it a try and then let Melissa know what works. Um, let her know how, how it worked out for you and, and your kiddo. Melissa, thank you so, so much for sharing this with our listeners. You know, our podcast is all about options and exploring um, options that parents have out there to make their lives easier and to really, um, you know, help them make the decisions that are best for their baby and their family and their bodies. So thank you for being on the show with us. As always, Village members, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook and our Instagram tribe is at Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.